Hi, and welcome to the Rags to Riches show with myself, Terry Blackburn. So this episode is about um, a really common, um, a common saying online, that property investment is passive. Now, is it passive or is it not passive? I mean, that that's for you to make your own decision, but I'll tell you what I think. Um, there's some strategies that are more passive than others. There's maybe only one strategy that, that actually is passive. The rest of them are not passive. Um, let's just let's just be honest about the fact. Like property is not fully passive. Um, no matter what somebody tells you online, um, you know they're normally shouting about you know it's a passive income when they're trying to sell you something, as in sell you a concept, an idea, a dream, you know, or a course. A lot of the time to you know invest your money with them or invest your money in a course or you know let them find you a deal or whatever um and you'll get a passive income which means you don't have to work and you can get paid without any work and sit on a beach and all that shit right um that that's just not it's just not true so let's let's explore the different property strategies and and, and talk about how passive they are if they are passive or not so property development conversions building houses all of that is that passive absolutely not that's probably the least passive <laughs> let's be honest there's more to do there's more that can go wrong you've got more people involved you've got trades architects surveyors you know there's so many different people involved in those uh, planners councils and, and all sorts involved in those type of strategies so that's that's the least passive so it cannot be passive development um you know, if, if you look at buy-to-lets, so buy-to-lets, I would probably say are one of the more passive types of property investments and, and property strategies. However, it's still not passive. Like it's, it's just not, um, yes, you might go a few months, but you know, maybe it's even a year if you don't have that many, where you don't get a phone call about something, but there will definitely be a time in your property investment career and the, and the life that you have that property where something goes wrong, there's a boiler broke or, you know, you know the, the fences blew down and all these mild storms that we're having, or um, it couldn't be anything. The cooker's broke, the washing machine's broke, the front door's broke, there's damp, there's condensation in the windows, all of these things that can happen. And they definitely, definitely happen. And they definitely happen regular. Okay. So, um, well, I wouldn't say regular, but they definitely will happen. If you look at a 25-year mortgage term, you can't tell me for one second, even if you buy a new build, that nothing is going to need done in a tenanted property for 25 years. It definitely is. Therefore, it is not passive. It is one of the most passive strategies. It's, it's just not passive. Um, if you look at HMOs, so that's going to require more attention than a buy-to-let because if you've got four or five bedrooms plus you know some will go right up to 10s and 15s and all sorts but even if you look at a small hmo like a mini more so a you know a five six better like that's still five six tenants there's more things that you may have to get involved in there might be things like tenants arguing tenants whinging about the fridge isn't big enough big enough i've had i've had you know, we need a dryer as well as a washing machine because there's only one washing machine and they're fighting over who uses the washing machine we want two washing machines. Um, you know, we want a new sofa because it's obviously getting used that much in the communal living space. 
Um, I've had one person um, complain about another person who was living there, they're noisy, um, they're messy, they're leaving the bathrooms in a mess and all these t- different types of things. I've had one person walk into the wrong room and get into bed with, <laughs> with somebody else uh, when they were drunk. You know, there's all sorts of things that can happen with HMOs. Um, and just generally the wear and tear on a property is, is higher and is more common and occurs quicker because there's more use in that property. There's more people living there. You know, you don't typically get five or six adults living in a three-bed house, do you, in a bisolet. So, um, so yeah, HMOs is even less passive. Service accommodation, um, you know, it's a, a re- relatively sort of young strategy, isn't it? it it's not, it hasn't been around for years like Bytelet and HMO have. Um, as you know, I do quite a lot of service accommodation. We've got some cottages in the countryside. We've got guest houses, apartments uh, that were rent out on Airbnb, Booking.com, Travago, Hotels.com and all that. Um, now, this is obviously, there's a higher turnover of tenants. Some people will stay for two days, three days. Um, some people will stay for, um, for longer, obviously. But every time... Every time somebody checks out, you need it needs to be cleaned. It's generally getting heavy usage because people are coming there um, and, and might be going out for a weekend. They might be having a party, might have, you know, might be a couple of couples or maybe a couple on a weekend away where they're having a drink in the house and they're chilling out on the sofa doing whatever. You might get hen do's, you might get stag do's, you know, it's gonna get more wear and tear generally than a normal a normal violet, obviously. Um, so service accommodation definitely isn't passive either. Um, so, I mean, I suppose the, in my view anyway, the only real passive income strategy is so, uh, social housing. It, it's where you hand that property over to uh, one of these social housing companies, Mia's group, someone like that, where they'll give you a one, three, five or 10 year contract where they do everything. So you don't have any management, uh, any maintenance, nothing. You just get a set amount of rent for that period. Generally, they'll even refurb the property the year before they give it back to you to make sure it's in a similar condition. Now, for me, that's the only real passive way of property investing. Now, I'm not saying that that's what you should only do because I don't even have any social housing uh, property. If I found the right property and, and, and I knew I could get a contract on it, you know, I would I would do that. But... As of right now, I don't even have any of those. Um, so, so that's my views on passive income. But you know, there is things that you can do to make any of the strategies that we've mentioned more passive. So, if you're self-managing your property yourself, it's just you. Obviously, that's not going to be very passive. If you pass things to a letting agent, then it's getting a bit more passive. If you say to the letting agent, "I don't want to know about any repairs." you know, unless the spend is over £250, for example. Then if the door handle breaks or they need to replace a pane of glass or whatever, they're not even going to contact you. So then it becomes a little bit more passive. If you say to the letting agent, I don't even know, like, if you're getting a new tenant in or nothing, I just want it on email, you know, and, and I want you to just manage it. And if a tenant moves out, you put it back on the market as quick as possible and you find a new tenant. And you only tell me via email. Then you get a little bit more passive. You're not getting too involved in what the tenant, is, you know, who the tenant is. You know, have they been vetted? Do you want rent guaranteed? Do you want fully vetted? Or and all these different questions and things that you get drawn into 
any maintenance work where you've got to go and get three quotes and you're ringing your trades and they're letting agents ring in their trades. It's less and less passive. So you can make it more passive by doing certain things. HMO is the same principle. And service accommodation is the same principle as well. There's managing agents that do that. There's host and stay, um, you know, you, that do that as well. You know, there is ways that host and stay is a company that I use, by the way. I use uh, Ryan Luke a little bit and I use uh, host and stay a little bit to manage my properties, my SA properties. Um, saying that, I am bringing it all in-house now. I'm in the process of bringing it all in-house just because there is quite a lot of my portfolio now. And I am paying out quite a bit in management. So it makes more than enough sense to, to employ a couple of people in-house to help me do that. And I'll be miles more profitable. Um, but also, you know, the people that I've just took on, I've took on two people just recently to help manage all my properties in-house. You know, they are very aware that I don't want to know about maintenance. I don't want to know about tenants. I want a rent statement at the end of every month saying what's came in, what's went out on expenses and any issues that I need to deal with. We've got procedures and processes in place, so I don't need to be involved. Um, so that's pretty passive, right? I maybe just have one meeting a month, unless something urgent crops up. Um, more, than, more than likely will, let's be honest, it's not passive. Um, if you want to make development passive, you know, I haven't done huge developments, you know, um, got some big ones going through which you know i'm sure you'll find out about soon i just haven't posted on them yet until the exchange but you know i'm i'm jving with experienced people on them to um to mitigate that risk and to to not to make it more passive but to to use someone else's skill set i'll always lean on my network um to also not making it passive but it's not just putting it all on you passive is means nothing's on you but the opposite of that would be it being all on you. I don't want it all to be on me. And, I, and sometimes it can't all be on someone else. So you've sometimes got to have a bit of a middle ground, which is what I've done on, the, on these the, the couple of sites that I've got going through. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's my view on it. And I think it's important to, to, to look at your portfolio and look at how much work you're actually doing on your portfolio. And is it actually passive? Are you getting drawn into, you know, hours worth of work finding three trades to replace some guttering when really you could just say to the letting agent if it's under 200 quid just crack on with it if it's over get me three quotes and then come to me with the three quotes don't come to me and say there's an issue with the roof it's going to be 500 quid what do you want us to do because the answer is always going to be get three quotes for the cheapest and the most trustworthy so you've got to speak to your letting agent and you've got to say to them what you expect and the way you want things to work because they work for you. Ultimately, you're paying them a fee. They work for you. So you need to lay your stall out and you need to lay the sort of guidelines of how you work. And if that letting agent won't work like that, you find a new one. Um, that's my view on it. The only one that's really passive is, um, is social housing for me in my view. You can make all of it more or less passive by the way you set things up. Property, you know, property is a business. Ultimately, you need to treat it that way. It's not just let's buy some property and get some income. You know, you need to treat it like a business. Um, far too many people don't say it like that. And I think the second you do and you analyze where you are, you measure where you are and you try and improve where you are, make things more streamlined and not only frees you up, makes things more passive, but it frees you up to do more. 
either in your personal life or do more in, in another business that you're involved in or use that time to buy more property. Um, so yeah, I hope that helped. I hope it's made you think a little bit differently about property and realize and think about, is it actually passive for you or is it not? Um, something you've just got to be honest with yourself and, and analyze that. So take care, have a fantastic day. Remember, take loads and loads of action today and do something today that your future self will thank you for. Thanks for listening. Take care.